Hey, this is Michael Hutchinson, and you're listening to the Front Row Podcast. Welcome back to the Front Row Podcast. I got Kevin and Ken. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having us. Fired up to be here. And uh, the Winnipeg Ice are off to a good start. Well, 8-0, can't get any better than 8-0. Eight games, eight wins. They beat everybody by 10 goals, 10-2. Two games finished 10-2, 7-1, 8-0. Who are we talking rolling, about? baby? Who are we talking about? The Western Hockey League team, oh, Winnipeg okay. Ice. Okay. Not your Victoria Royals. We're not talking about them because they're at yeah, the I bottom know. of the BC division I right know. now. <laughs> I, I know where they are. We don't it's even get like, to play against them because we only get to play the Alberta and the Saskatchewan teams this year. It's hand in hand with the Canucks and the Royals. It kind of like uh, <laughs> Canucks might be all right still. I don't know. Never been a Canuck fan. Abbotsford team probably be better. <laughs> Only if I meet them. Only if I meet them, I am. Yeah, yeah exactly. Team in Abbotsford, right? Take on the Manitoba Moose mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, didn't the Moose used to be a farm team? Vancouver's farm team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I covered those teams for sure. Yes, so would you, would you know? Would you know? Uh, uh, Ian Taylor. Ian Taylor. Yeah, Randy Taylor. Ian Taylor. Uh, they were part of the Manitoba Moose, uh, not not players, but involved with the, that team. Uh, reason why I say Harry Taylor, their father, won the Stanley Cup for the for the Leafs in 1948-49. I feel like I should know the men, but I, it didn't ring a bell with me right off the top. Ian, Ian and Randy, they're, they're Harry's sons. So they never played okay. hockey. Right? I have a friend yeah. named Randy Taylor. I go fishing with him. Maybe it's the same guy. I don't know. I never asked that one. Tall guy? Uh, no, he's average white-haired dude. How old, how old do you think? I don't want to uh, put any numbers on him, but probably about 65. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, if, if that's the same He's guy, one of my best friends. Does he have a houseboat? Yes. I might park my houseboat next to his houseboat. We go fishing every summer. Okay, hold it. If this is the same guy, his dad won the Stanley Cup, you know. Yeah, he's got the jacket and everything. Yeah, the Toronto Maple Leafs check. Yeah. I bought that for him. I gave it to him. Seriously? This seriously? is the smallest world in the world. Seriously, the smallest world. <laughs> yeah. And it's Randy wild. Came, Randy came out here maybe uh, about a year and a half ago and popped in. He was here with his wife. Uh, Vivian? Uh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. We're very tight. <laughs> what the hell? This is crazy. Yes. We spend every August long weekend. He runs a fishing derby. And I still can't beat him. He wins every year. You ever been his out to host, it? His, no, his houseboat, he said to me, uh, because if you look on the internet, on YouTube, and type in Stanley Cup comes to Victoria, right. I got the Stanley Cup in my backyard for his dad. That is a ridiculous story. I love and it. He, and he said to me, he says, if ever you come to Winnipeg, the houseboat, you're coming on the houseboat. And I said, well, I'll, yeah, I never get Well, there. do it, because now you can have one with me, too, out on the beach. You're going to love it. <laughs> what a small world. It really is. God, I do have a picture of him handy. I don't. Oh, damn. But, yeah. yeah. Him All and good. Same guy, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah true. Uh, he uh, He's a photographer. Took school pictures right across Manitoba, northwestern Ontario, for every school picture, for every kid. <laughs> For the last 40 years, he's happily retired now. I golf yeah. with him once a week and fish with him twice a week. It, it, they used to spend time in uh, Florida? Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix, yeah. Arizona, so, uh, they're Arizona, yeah. So what's your last name, Kev? Uh, Olszewski. Okay, Kevin I'll, O, I'll tell him Kevin O. Oh, I will. I'll text him after after this call. <laughs> he'll laugh hysterically at it. Great. He'll be great like, time. oh, do I know Kevin O. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll. Yeah. So that's why. Open invitation. You guys ever get to Victoria? Come to the cave. Just bring beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's no problem because we never leave without it. <laughs> and a friend uh, and of the show, Eddie Lack, was on the show months ago. Nice. On your show, Eddie Lack. Yeah. Nice. What do you have to say? Uh, lots of stuff. He's a realtor down in uh, Arizona now. Really. Yeah. Awesome. Did you ever bring up that story why, you know, when they booed him at the Heritage Classic, it's too bad, you know, he got under thrown under the bus. So he's a good guy. Bad situation. It was. 
That's unfair. Canuck. He was a good guy here with the Moose when, when yeah. he was here. It's the Canuck uh, uh, management. <laughs> Idiots. Well, did I say that out loud? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and well, then but... I had Josh Green, former Moose and Canuck. And current assistant coach oh. with the Winnipeg Ice, who are 8 0 in the Western Hockey League. Yeah. Go. Covering the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> As we pull the world a little tighter together. So, who's watching this show here? Or is anybody watching us, Kona? Yes, uh, just the taping. It's oh, is anybody, so is anybody jumping in, listening to us? Not right now, no. Oh, I was going to say. Was... tonight, Ken. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? Um, yeah, so. They had the Stanley Cup in our backyard back in 2005 when the strike was on. And uh, this is the cave wasn't here. And I I saw that the Stanley Cup was going to round all the old guys who never had their day with it because there's nobody mm-hmm. that gives Stanley Cup yeah. to. And it was going up island to Parksville to Howie Meeker to see him. So I phoned the Hockey Hall of Fame, got a hold of Phil Pritchard. First time I ever talked to him that day. And I said, I see what you're doing. You're taking the cup around to the old boys. Never had their day with it. And uh, I said, I know a guy. His name is Harry Taylor. He won in 1948-49 with the Stem with the Toronto Maple Leafs. And uh, he's never had his day with it. I sent him the information via email. He sends back, fans like you, we cannot track down these old guys. We'll bring him the cup the next day from Howie Meeker's place. So I go up to this man's house. He's 79 years of age. And I buzz his apartment door, and he comes to the door in a walker. I said, what are you doing? July 25th of this year. He looks at his wife, Irene, and says, I think uh, we got a family reunion in Winnipeg. I said, I think you're going to have to cancel it. <laughs> so I told him the story, and and his wife, Irene, says, our apartment's too small to host it. And I said, I would be honored to host this event. So kept it a secret for a month and a half. I told only my kids and my wife and my in-laws. And the day came, July 25th, 2005. He pulls up in front of our house. This gentleman, nicest man I've ever met, 79-year-old man, walks up our driveway. And as he comes to the backyard, we crank on Hockey Night and Canada theme song. And he's walking towards me in a walker. And I go, Harry, there's your old friend waiting to see you again. There's a freaking Stanley Cup. And right behind him is Ian Taylor, Randy's brother. And I'm looking at Ian. I've never met this man before. And he's 52 at the time. And he looks at me, he looks at the Stanley Cup, looks back at me, looks at the Stanley Cup, looks back at me and breaks down in tears. And we hug each other. I said, isn't this the most incredible moment of your life? And we hugged him. And we had the Stanley Cup here for eight hours. Crazy. I'm so jealous. That's wild. See, I, I was invited to one Stanley Cup party. Where? And I and I didn't go, well, there's a, there's a very... There's a very slim connection to your Chicago Blackhawks. It's not Jonathan Taves here in Winnipeg, uh, sad to report. Uh, I, I've met Johnny a few times, but we're not tight. Um, I, it's with Cam Ward, who played yeah. for Chicago for half a year, one year. Yeah. Things didn't go well. He won He won with the Carolina Hurricanes, right? Absolutely. Yep. In 06. Amazing goaltender for Carolina. Won the Conn Smythe. While well, I yep. worked in Red Deer. And covered his whole junior career, and I used to watch the games with his dad. Was, and he, he, was he that good there in Red Deer? Oh, he was he was the best goalie in the dub, without a doubt. He just hovered. We, we used to laugh. Some of those Rebels teams that he was on, they were good. They had Dion Phaneuf and Colin Fraser played on those teams. They had they had good teams. It was the years after they won the Memorial Cup in '01. Uh, so it was uh, '02 to '05, probably ish. And uh, anyway, Wardo goes uh, to the show, gets called up, gets to gets put in right in the in, in right the playoffs. The right for the dub to the NHL. Uh, you know, we played in Lowell, I guess. He was with the farm team, but he he hadn't played. Right, it was him and um, who was the Swiss guy? Martin Gerber was the starter, and right. then he kind of replaced Gerber in Game Two, and then he went on that run, and they won the cup. So that summer, I ended up moving back to Winnipeg for a job. And Wardle goes on this amazing run. Carolina goes on this run, wins the cup in Carolina. Well, all of our friends from Red Deer, he invited us all to his Stanley Cup, his day with the cup in uh, back in St. Albert. Is it St. Albert? Sherwood Park. Sherwood Park, I think he's from. Um, 
And I didn't have the 200 bucks for a flight to get to the party because I just got back here and I rented a place and I, you know, I was just like, and I couldn't get the vacation time because I just got there. I had to work oh, I was doing weekend God. sports or whatever. So it literally was, no, I can't go to the party, to a Stanley Cup celebration party. I had to turn it down. And so all my friends are texting me pictures of them chugging out of the cup and, and at Campbell's yeah. party because he was such a classy dude. He invited all of us, right? We were like members of the media. We were around him all the time and, you know, knew the family a little bit. But he he went to the point that when we were in Red Deer, we had a media team of beer leaguers, which is what we always ended up doing. And a couple guys that, that uh, worked for the Rebels were on the team. And we had so many Manitobans, ex-Manitobans on the team. We called ourselves the Red Deer Jets. And we got vintage Jets jerseys, and that's what we wore. And he sponsored our team. He was still in, oh, he might have been, might have been the year he, the first year he played pro. But he, uh, he sponsored our team, and he gave 100 bucks for every win to Special Olympics on behalf of our team. So our team nice. was the Red Deer Jets. As sponsored by Cam Ward, and that's so like before Cam he Ward? had big contracts and before where he, he had. Now? Where does he live now? I'm guessing he's back in Alberta. Would be my guess. Sherwood Park, I think, is where he was. That's, that's where his folks were. His dad was a big wig with Lafarge Con- Concrete. Ken Ward. I used to watch all the games with him, but just well, what, but just like salt of, salt of the earth guy, right? And, well, and to just, the point where I miss my day with the cup because of that. Well, I don't want to really. Uh, Stick it to the me. Wound here. Yeah, do it. Okay, but since I know Mike Bolt, Phil Pritchard, uh, Newham Brown, all the keepers of the Cup, I've been with the Stanley Cup 12 separate occasions, 12 uh-huh. different times, and um, I was in Vegas for a uh, at a gifting suite, and I'm hanging with Messier and Thornton and Burns are up in the gifting suite, and there in walks Mike Bolt. I said, Mike, he goes, Kevin, what are you doing there? I said, well, we're doing our, our product line. <laughs> And I said, a friend of mine hasn't been with the cup. He goes, who? I said, this guy over here, Drew Lane out of Boston. And he goes, okay, give me an hour and I'll call you. So Mike calls me and I said, Drew, you ready? He goes, what are you talking about? I said, we're going to see this cup, just you and me. He goes, what? So we go down to the Wynn Hotel and Mike comes out and says, come on in. And it's just Mike Bolt, me and Drew. And and Drew's like crying. I said, hug it. He goes, no. I said, touch it. Kiss it. Whatever you want to do, but you can't raise it. So Drew was in awe. He's calling his wife. So I've been with it 12 separate occasions. So going to Toronto will be 13. My son will be his 11th time. And my other heartbreaking story is my my dream and my goal, right, is to just be in the building when the cup gets awarded because that's never happened, right? Yeah. So I was at game six, Flames and Lightning. Yeah, that went to where? triple overtime. Where? Marty Jelena scored the goal that didn't count, and Marty St. Louis ended up scoring. That night too in Calgary. I was there, and also they went back to Tampa for Game Five, and I was like, I don't care who wins that game. I just want whoever wins that game to win the next game, so that I can see the cup be awarded, right, and be in the building for the whole okay, deal. So you were in Calgary. I was in Calgary. I was working in Red Deer, right? So I so drove up I, to Calgary. I was at that game too. That the, one of the, the craziest the nights that I've in. ever had. The puck was in. The puck the was in on Marty Jelena's shot. I know. On and I was going to get to see the cup, and then that gets stolen from me, and then it goes to the, all the overtimes. And Marty Sidley, I always say he's a Hall of Famer now. He ruined my chance that I will forever dislike him. Where were you because sitting? Because he scored that goal. Where I was up sitting? in the nosebleeds. I was in box seats with Mike Vernon. Oh wow! Uh, da. No, 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 no! Let me tell you how I got. I in was there. at the top of the saddle dome. I can guarantee you that. I was so shit faced that night, and, and then when they lost. But let me let me tell you how I got in that game. So I'm going to Calgary to do a. Uh, I got a product line that I had to meet with this NHL licensing guy, and I said, I guess I'll meet you in Hermosa Beach. He goes, No, I'm going to Calgary of Game Six. I said, I'll see you in Calgary. So me and my wife drive across Calgary. Long story short. Um, I go to the Chinook Mall in Calgary. Who walks by is uh, the mayor of in Victoria here, one of the mayors. And he goes, Kim, what are you doing here? I said, I got a meeting with some NHL guy. And he goes, uh, you going to game six? I said, yeah, who's got money for game six? Yeah. And he goes, well, tell you what, come to Chicago Choplos tonight. And uh, we're having dinner there before the game. So me and my wife go down there. Stu sits down, the mayor of Langford with his wife. A buddy of mine walks in, another buddy of mine. Trailer Park Boys, Julian, <laughs> yeah. Bob Walton, Ricky, 
the owner of some grocery chain and uh, a big pizza chain, and we're all sitting there. So I'm videotaping this. I got the like, camera on there. Nobody's going to believe this. So everybody's going to the game. We're not. We don't have tickets. And the pizza guy says, well, here's VIP tickets to Cowboys in Calgary. That bar? Oh, yeah. So me and my wife, we, we go past the whole lineup. We're watching the game, and they're on videotaping inside the bar. And I get a call from the mayor. He says, get to the Saddle Dome now. In between the first and second period. So me and my wife get in a cab, race over there. Stu walks out, hands us two ripped tickets. It says, walk through the door like you just came out having a smoke break. So we walked in. Yeah, let's go. We're in. We're in the arena. Box seats with Mike Vernon. Swear to God. What is right? Every story you have trumps mine, but I love it, Ken. I can't get enough of it. You've gone a step closer than me. I was just a media schmuck, right? So I had no right to be anywhere at that point. Oh, no, but you probably had the, the, the tags going on there to walk in and get by people? Uh, it's happened a few times, yeah, from, yeah. from time to time. That one I actually had tickets for, though. How much did you pay for tickets? Uh, I can't uh, reveal my sources. Uh, they got for free. I got free. They were thousands. Statute of limitations. I didn't walk in the smoking door, I can tell you that much. I was more on the up and up than that. <laughs> well, it was uh, taken off for Kippersoft that, that year, you know, on the Red Mile. Wow, that's amazing. We're in the same fucking rink that night. It's so I funny. I a video of inside there, videoing around the rink and uh, showing uh, Tortorelli coaching Tampa at the time. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, I got a whole bunch of it's a scattered video of just being people shit-faced. Yeah. I don't have any video on my flip phone from that era. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a camera. Yeah, that's a fucking camera, right? Yeah. That's wild. What a small It really world. is. What it really small. is. But Hockey you know, brings so, the world together. That's what happens. You know, hockey people have a different heart. They do. And, and that goes, that shows with the Humboldt tragedy how people came together. Amazing. Without a doubt. Yeah. That's but I'm, uh, I'm oh, uh, through oh, oh, you're jumping in. Sorry, me and Kevin are off on a roll. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm at film. It's your show. <laughs> I'm at film 2011. My, you what? I met Phil Picard in 2011 at the NHL you draft. You met Phil? Yeah. Where at? At the uh, entry draft. And he was walking down the concourse, and uh, me and my friends stopped him, and we knew who he was. And he's like, you guys must be real hockey fans if you knew who I am. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I just, the people, every hockey player I met, they're, they're, they're different. They're better. I'm not, not somewhere I'm saying. They're different from basketball and people like that. Hockey people are just genuine, you know? I went They're up more to, regular, right? They're more yeah, regular than that's a good. That's a good. I went up to um, yeah. Elias uh, Pedersen. I I saw him in the lobby in St. Louis, and I said, you know, I really apologize for doing this. Nobody was around. <laughs> could, could you say hello to my daughter? And she's twenty five, but she's a huge fan. And he took the phone. He goes, "I'm standing here with your dad," and you know, isn't that nice, eh? Ah, uh, that's sweet. He didn't ask what she looked like first, did he? Those no, hockey players got to be careful. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm, sure, I'm sure she's a looker, Ken. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Congratulations, sir. <laughs> I, I got two I, daughters, I, so I'll be very careful. I walk very casual, cautiously yeah, yeah. on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, <laughs> but you know, you know, uh, a strange thing here. I don't know if Kona's heard this story, but with this hockey cave I built, and with friends and family helping me build it. People get Jordy, my business partner, and my son put us all over the internet. So, some man is in Vancouver and he says, he DMs us, whatever that means to me, right? At the time, he says, My son follows your hockey game on Instagram. Do you guys do tours? He says, yeah, just bring beer. He says, Okay, we're in Vancouver and we're on Vancouver Island here. And he says, We're in Vancouver. We're catching a cruise ship up to uh, Alaska on Sunday. We'll fly over. We said, No, no, no. Don't do that. It's expensive. Are you kidding me? It's like expensive to fly from Vancouver to Victoria. He goes, oh, I see you got harbor air. So this man and his wife and three boys fly over to see our cave for four hours. I'm like, 
don't do this. This is did he bring gold tinted beer or what did he bring? Well, yeah, yeah. So, so he, he lands in the in the inner harbor on this float plane, takes a cab to our home, and I meet this man. He's my age, and I uh, meet his wife Jennifer, and super nice guy. Kids are three boys, 13, 11, and nine. Great kids. They come Just to the back to see your kid. Yeah. I'm like, Stan, you want a beer? He goes, my hands are empty. I go, Jennifer, would you like a <laughs> glass of wine? She goes, I'd rather have a beer. I'm thinking, these people are my people. <laughs> they can stay. So they're from, they're from New Mexico. Okay? They're from New Mexico. Hockey hotbed of New Mexico. Yeah, I said, I said, I said well, he goes, but Stan, the man, he says, well, I'm originally from Minnesota. I used to play for the University of Minnesota. Oh. I was defenseman. I'm number four. I said, my son's a defenseman. Where's number four? Super nice, having beers. I show him our product line that night. We're going to our first ever trade show in Minnesota. He goes, I'm from Minnesota. Since you opened up your home to me, here's the keys to my home, my other home in Minnesota. I'm like, what? So I say to my wife, can you go find out who the hell this guy is? So he goes upstairs. So he goes, he comes back. She pulls me outside of the cave. She goes, do you know who you have in there? I said, I have no idea. No idea. You're talking to a billionaire, a billionaire. And I'm like, what? His name was Stan Hubbard. He owns 12 television stations, 34 radio stations, sold a share of direct TV to AT&T, owns Reels TV. The guy is a, is a mogul, nicest man I've ever met. So it gives me the keys to his home in Minnesota. Wow. So, I know. So super nice guy. So Did he tell you to bring beer? <laughs> so he gives me his number. So now, now we're, now we're in Minnesota. His news crew shows up. We're being interviewed all over, we're all over the Minnesota news now. And the, so uh, I come back home. I thank him so much. He calls me. He goes, hey, Ken, you know I live in New Mexico. I go, yeah, yeah, I know that. He goes, well, I just bought a rink. I said, what? He goes, it's an old arena. It's called the Outpost. So Google the Outpost in New Mexico. And uh, I said, what is it? He goes, well, I, I got to fix it up. So we fix it up. And then a month later, he calls me again. He goes, I just bought a North American Hockey League team franchise. So he did that. And I said, so what's the age range on this? And he says, uh, 16 to 21. Why, you got a prospect? I said, yeah, my son. He's he's a hell of a hockey player, but he always gets screwed over because of his size. He says, send him to Minnesota for trials. So I sent Landon to Minnesota. He made the main camp. We go to New Mexico. He tries over the team there. Does not make their team because these guys are enormous. As he walks out of the arena, he gets picked up by a Colorado team, junior A team. He played hockey in the States for two years. That's amazing. Isn't that a great story? Every opportunity, right? One door closes, another one opens. So just yeah. keep your head up, right? Yeah, and I, I love the stories that I'm hearing from you, man. I can't wait to come to well, – am I going to win? Well, Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but you're coming in the summer to go fishing with me and RT, so it's going to you know be what? fun. You know what? To get on that host boat just to show up would be funny. <laughs> But I heard you get his, bo- his boat's nicer than mine. I trust me on that. These are house boats, right? Yeah. I've never, I've never been on a house boat. Why? Well, shoe Schwab? You must have been up in the shoe Schwab. Uh, house boat capital of the world. Went there once as a kid. As a kid, like eight years old. Never been there since. Yeah. That's big so, house boat and country up there. Yeah, I heard. But And Lake of the Woods is really the other spot because it's, it's a huge lake, right? Well, you get those things are expensive, though. Those houseboats. Constantine's Some of them. Like in the woods. Yeah. Have you been on Kona? Have you been with Kim? No. Well, fucking get at her. <laughs> 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 just bring beer. <laughs> it's just bring beer. The what's boat's the always your, there. What's the name of your houseboat? Ah, uh, well, it's it's a story because every boat has a story, right? It's called the Nacho Boat. Okay. As in, it's not your boat; it's our boat, <laughs> and oh, it's painted the color of not. It's painted the color of nacho cheese. You might offend somebody if you talk like that. Right? <laughs> it's painted the color of nacho cheese because my nephews, before long before my kids were born, uh, my sister in law had her kids a lot before us, and they got to pick the color, whatever color they wanted. I said, me and their dad said we'd paint the boat, and they picked this like hideous. 
uh, Velveeta orange. And so that's what color we had to paint the roof of the house. And it stands out everywhere. And so we ended up calling it. Yeah. It's the only, I say it's the only fluorescent orange boat on Lake of the woods. Cause it's the nacho boat. Cause it looks like a, a bucket of nacho cheese coming at you. So how, how, how many boats are on that lake? Houseboats. On boats on that lake? Houseboats. Oh, yeah. they thousands. Really? Holy shit. Well, hundreds. There's, thousands maybe that's overdoing it i bet you there's like at our marina there is about 350 boats and that's just one marina wow i should google this youtube it and see see if i can see and then they're not all houseboats right there's yachts and power boats and and This show is brought to you by Esdale Printing. For nearly 40 years, Esdale has been your source for banners, decals, signs, and your company needs. Check them out at 207 DeBat Street in Winnipeg or online at esdaleprinting.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at Esdale Printing or on Facebook. And welcome back. Uh, We ran out of time there. (laughs) So It's like we're... We're we're old brothers from some of the kids. It's crazy. Get the band back together. Well get the band back My my parents like say we're were uh, born and raised in Winnipeg, eh? And and when I was there, when I got back down from the Paw and I stayed at the Sandman, I went to the Brookside Cemetery and I found my dad's gravesite in the snow, so bloody cold. And we had to scrape away the snow and I found it. And my brother's buried there, too. And then I said to the guy, I need this address. He goes, oh, it's right over there. He's, I said, can you drive me? The groundskeeper drove me to my parents' first home they lived in. And I knocked on the guy's door. I said, could I come in? And he goes, oh, no. There's uh, some drug deal going on there. Some, they wouldn't <laughs> let me in. But there's a dog about to take my arm off. But I got a picture of this old post-war house. It was so surreal, you know? Yeah, time warp, eh? Yeah. It's uh I don't know how my parents lived there, man. And then they came my dad was in the Navy and then we came here. Yeah. And that, that, that's that, a, that's a good posting. Uh, yeah. was playing good too. When a when a pig ice guy. Who's that? Uh Lambos. Lambos has been good. They've all been good. Yeah. These boys right up at the leading scores. You guys got a lot of players out of Winnipeg. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your top gun this year in Winnipeg? Is it Shifley? Is it uh, uh, Wheeler? Who, who do you think? Right now it's Connor, I believe. Yeah, Kyle Connor's got five goals, right? Yeah. He's not that big, though, is he? Nope. He's a little water bug. And Ehlers is the same way. Ehlers is still looking for some. He hasn't got much for points, but he drives the team. Ask anybody in town. You know what? I really thought they would have gone deeper. How the hell did they shit the band last year? Well, Shifley got nailed for that suspension, right, on the Jake Evans hit. And you lost him, and you lost Dylan DeMello on the back end, who was there. He was the third pairing guy, but he had moved up to play in the top pairing. So you lost a, a capable D-man in your top center, and they were done. Well, how did who beat out Winnipeg? I forget. Who was Montreal, it? on their way to the Cup. Because it was Canadians, Canadian Still division, figure. right? That's right. The, the Jets could have bet on Montreal to win. Never. No. No. But things conspired against them. They needed help on the back end, so hopefully they've got it. They think they have, so we'll see. What's your thoughts on so, the, the Tukes throwing after their second goal for Connor? <laughs> uh, Dennis had the good line, right? The the Tuke trick, but uh, yeah, you can't stop people from doing what they want to do. I don't know. They didn't like the toques. They liked the toques. Maybe they all thought Kyle Connor's hair wasn't long enough. They needed a toque to keep them warm. Whatever the reason, uh, well, who's, who's, uh, it seemed a little backup? silly. Who's Hellebuck's backup? Eric Comrie. That's, he's from Ottawa. Wasn't he from Ottawa? Well, he bounced around to about 20 different teams last year because he got picked up on the waiver wire. About He's been with the organization, though. He was drafted by the organization. Yeah. Played World Juniors get... for Team Canada. He's related to Mike Comrie, right? That's his yeah, older yeah. brother. So why did he? Why'd they get rid of... Uh, Ro- What's that guy's? Rochon? Uh, he signed Rochon. in Vegas. Signed in Vegas for twice the money. 1.5. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Wow. So, well, why not? Good, 
good guy. You got to let him go, right? So Winnipeg, Vegas. Ask Paul Stasny what he thinks. Paul Stasny, because he came back here from Vegas, right? And he went to Vegas, signed with Vegas, and then ended up coming back here and then re-signing here this year. So he chooses Winnipeg over Vegas. That's hard to believe. Oh, well, yeah. Many, but yeah. Have exactly. you ever been to a Vegas game in Vegas? Not in Vegas. The last time I was in Vegas was the like three months before the season started. So it was before everything happened. So I, I saw the arena. I walked past it, but I was outside. And that's all I remember. It was a trip well, to you Vegas. Tell you what. Ask your wife for a Christmas gift to Vegas to catch a game. Nothing comes in the house, and you get to go to Vegas. And, she gets- <laughs> and, and you have to get there about two hours before game time because outside event is a show. Outside the arena, it was, it was amazing. Amazing. That's what everybody was, says. Yeah, we saw the uh, Vegas against the Wild, and just the Christmas shows they were having, and oh, and the women, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in what happens in vegas stays in vegas ken hey my wife loves vegas and that's why (laughs) as soon as we're allowed to go to the states and we're going down there again like we're double vaxxed you you know i believe in the vaccine let's get back to normal please people get vaccinated you know no doubt you know it's it's a shame that 20 percent of the canada is not and i i put that up to they're afraid of a needle you know yeah because if you give them the almighty dollar, give them five grand to get a shot, they'll get the shot. Exactly. Yeah. It's silliness. It is. Without it open. It is. It's it's such a shame. I want to get back to I want to go to Nashville. You ever been to Nashville? I have not. Me neither. One day. They call it it's on Nash, they call it Nash Vegas. It's even better yeah. than that. Yeah. It's it's on the list, trust me. Yeah. Have you ever been to Hawaii? I have not. I've got to go to Hawaii, man. Because well, you probably go to the Caribbean because you're on that side of the world, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. I've never. I've been. done all those islands. Trust. Have me. you really? What's yeah. What's over there? What's What's the Caribbean like? What are you guys? That must be amazing. Uh, yeah, I did. I did a cruise for my honeymoon through there. I thought we've We've gone back a couple times. Took the kids to Jamaica for. Oh, wow. uh, Oh yeah, it was great. And now they're, this is the thing. Over the last couple of years, they're like, uh, "When do we get to go to Jamaica again?" I'm like, "I don't know. I honestly don't know, but I want to go as bad as you." Do. Is it inexpensive there, Jamaica? Um, yeah. No. Yeah, it's affordable, right? For a medium income family like ours, we could afford to go. And so and but we stayed there? at a, we stayed at a resort. We flew. You fly right on. We flew direct. Like. What does that cost to fly direct for a person out of Winnipeg to there? Approximately. I'm, try, I'm trying to think. I, it was under two grand per person. Um, like all inclusive. All inclusive for how long? A week or ten days? Or yeah, what? a week. Week. That's a lot of cash. That's, yeah. that's eight, eight grand for a family of four, right? Yeah, but that's that's hotel flight. All inclusive for a week. It was it was worth it. Trust me. Never been to an all inclusive. You know, Hawaii doesn't. I have thought it. I I thought I would hate it, and I actually really enjoyed it because you don't have to think. You don't even have to have. You don't have to have a wallet. You don't have anything, right? You just wow. It's you're living free, baby. You need something. Food, you just go, go up and get it. Yeah, yeah. Mimosas for breakfast by the pool, and then whatever else happened, I don't remember. But I had a good time. Love it. I love it. One day. <laughs> One day I'm gonna do that. Yeah, it's just that. So the reason why I mentioned Hawaii is that uh, to fly from here to Winnipeg is way too expensive. Yeah, we can we can fly from Vancouver Island to Hawaii for four hundred bucks. And yeah, it costs us four hundred bucks for us to fly from Winnipeg to Vancouver to catch that flight, right? Oh, well, for us, I checked to fly to Toronto at, on Air Canada or WestJet from Vancouver Island here, nine hundred dollars return. Really? Yeah. Sorry so if they I, sponsor the program. <laughs> I'm like, come on. I want to see my own country, and I can't exactly. see it. So that's why I go to the States. And then, uh, and then I found this Swoop airline. You ever heard of Swoop? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I got me and my son there for 872 bucks for the total for the two of us. 
So I saved saved a thousand bucks. Love it. Yeah. So we're heading out on the 11th. We're going to TO, see the Hockey Hall of Fame, catch the Calgary uh, Toronto game on the 12th. And uh, yeah. I've been to the Hockey Hall of Fame twice. Have you? Yeah. It's something else, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I got there at the age of 42. That was many years ago. It's something else. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's just, it's just, you just need, it's like a church. I love it. Well, you're giving them some run for their money on the West Coast. You'd be the West Coast edition. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> you're pretty close. You know, we can't get anybody here though, Kev. Uh, people, yeah. we're in Vancouver, Montreal, Toronto, Winnipeg. Yeah. People come here. Uh, people do not want to take a ferry. And it's just bizarre. But we've been on, I swear to God, we've been on that show right this minute. We've been on uh, Hockey Night in Canada, interviewed by Skype by uh, Jackie Redman and EJ Heratic, uh on Netflix. If you go to a show on Netflix called Amazing Interiors, okay, and go to episode four, you'll see the cave, which it was two years ago. It's even way better now, way better now. It's kind of cheesy then, but that was two and a half years ago. Netflix, Amazing Interiors, Episode 4. And uh, we've been up on the, in the Chicago Tribune newspaper, a two-full-page spread. They flew a reporter up from Chicago to interview me. I can't get the local newspaper here, which is four <laughs> minutes away. No, it's bizarre. It's a different animal here on the island. We skip Victoria. We go to the world. We soon will probably get the Winnipeg uh, press here before we get our own local paper. Bizarre. And I'll put the word out. I, I know a few people. Please send them this way, Kevin. Tell you. <laughs> I it's, will. Uh, it's something else. People walk in like, what the fuck is this? I said, I don't hunt. I don't golf. I don't fish. But this is what I love. I was brought up hockey and I put my family in hockey. And it's just, uh, and my, I got tired of going to expensive games. So all my friends come over here on Saturday night. We put on the uh, center ice package and all we ask is people bring their own beer find a safe ride home, and wear a hockey jersey of your choice. Just add to the atmosphere. And, it, and it's, it's, it's Hockey Night in Canada. Where it's, uh, it's fun, man. Very cool. That's my story. But, uh, yeah, I tell you, just, you know, just I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Mike Bolt and Phil Pritchard. They don't know I'm coming. I'm going to say, hey. So this will be the 13th time with the Stanley Cup. Go on YouTube and type in Stanley Cup comes to Victoria. And when you see that YouTube video, see an old guy, 79, wearing a white Toronto Maple Leafs jersey, press that video and you'll see two news broadcasts on it. The first one and then they'll go right to the next one. And you'll see me in 2005, darker hair. And uh, <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, me, me too. Don't worry. I'm catching. I'm going to catch hey, but, hey, Well, you're, you're young. Fuck, you're, in your, you're probably early 50s or late 40s. Uh, yeah, you nailed it. So, yeah, yeah. I'm catch. I'm catching. I'm catching you. Don't worry. Yeah. You know, like my Landon had me out there last Monday playing hockey. He says, "Dad, we're, we can't get a goaltender." I'm like, "Ah," he says, "Come on." Uh, so I geared up in the '70s gear, except for the mask. I put a cage on, and I sucked. <laughs> <laughs> he he looked well last year. Sorry, it was the last year. Yeah, he looks at me. He says, "We need a goaltender." So we played in this beer league team. I'm in the dressing room and all these guys are saying, Yeah, it's just fun, beer league. I said, No, no, no. I know what beer league is. You guys are gonna go out there and it's full out war. Oh no, we're having fun. Anyway, we go out there. They we're losing four one. They scored two goals on me on the same glove side in fifteen seconds. My son gets <laughs> up to me, looks down at me as I'm laying on the ice and shakes his head. And I look up at him and I go, Fuck off. I'm sixty one. 62 years of age, and I'm not 20 anymore. And he shook his head, and I said, so after the second period, I skated over to the bench, and I said, listen, you assholes, watch number 21. You handle him. I'll take care of the rest. We won the game 7-4. See? <laughs> Experience. That's what it's about, right? Well seasoned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what position do you play? Uh, I was just a terrible forward. I was a defenseman when I was a kid, but I was too small to play. So as soon as he went to body checking, he put me up front and I just killed penalties. And I liked hitting, but I was just the smallest guy always on the team. So your kid, your kids in hockey? Nope. Both of them dislike it. No interest at all. The wife? Because to them, because to them, right? 
hockey is why dad always leaves because I worked all the games, right? So if there was a Jets game on, I had to go to work. So I, I wouldn't be home, right? So I'd, I'd always leave. So hockey's always on, like, and they could watch it. There'd be like, there's no reason for them not. You think that they would love it? Yeah. Try to get them out on the outdoor rink across the street. Try to oh, get them in the God. driveway with the ball. And they're just like, no, no interest whatsoever. We don't like hockey now. Outdoor rink. So outdoor rink. We don't have that here. Yeah, it's across my across the street. I mean, everybody's got a backyard rink here, but I I don't have a big enough yard for that. But we got a we got a nice rink right out front with the. They'll go skating. They took up skating. They like dance and piano. I got them curling this year. That was the closest I could get them to playing a sport. <laughs> I say I figured I'd take what I could get. So you got two girls. You got two girls. Two girls. And yeah. dance. Yeah, my daughter's into dance too. Did, did yeah. you go into horseback riding too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All yeah. the cheapest hobbies, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did they want a horse? Did you want to? Uh, I tell them to go ask their grandfather if they want that. So you go see him. I can't help you with that. Oh, shit. I'm not going to yeah. buy a goddamn horse. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. There's similarities here. My daughter totally had to dance, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. So, yeah, I don't know. But maybe they'll come around. We'll see. But an outdoor rig, you know, I my son had that experience maybe uh, from that billionaire guy, his house we stayed at. I, I called him that night or texted him. I said, Where's the, is there an outdoor rig? He goes, yeah, go down about two miles to the left, go on the main road. And we went down. It's an old rig that he owned. Him and his family built in 1958. You stepped into 1958. And the up on the above the concession stand was a family of four. $100 for the fee for a year. Wow. We skated on this outdoor rink, and I've never seen a boy's eyes light up. It's almost emotional right now just to see. It was unbelievable. That was every day for us, right? I know. You guys are spoiled. Yeah, that's what it is. We're spoiled, yeah. And I go Paul Coffee. I can't wear socks in my skates. I got to go bare feet in my skates. No. In no matter how cold rink. it is. I don't care, yeah. That's the Bobby Orr thing, too. Yeah, well, former Chicago Blackhawk, right? <laughs> yeah, but Paul Coffey. <laughs> I got that hockey card. <laughs> I'm keeping that one. Yeah, yeah, I tell you. But, uh, so you met a lot of players, you guys, both of you? Met a lot of NHL players? A few along the way, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah same here. I got it. Mark I just... Twist, Mike Fisher, Andrew Ladd. Steve Carew. Oh, Claude, Claude Carew, I mean. Nice. Yeah. I'm a goaltender. I, I love the goalies. And Tony O's my man. Met Jacques Plant back in the day. He was sitting on the bench when they had an exhibition game here in Victoria. And I'm talking to him. And I swear to God, as a 10-year-old, he's knitting. I swear to God, I saw it. <laughs> and guess who's playing goal for Toronto in this exhibition game? Bruce Gamble. I swear to God. Yeah, and I've got the program still that day. Yeah, nice, very yeah, nice. I met I met Glenn Hall at the uh, Sutter's golf tournament in Red Deer back uh, probably about twenty years ago. Now oh, he was wow. there as, as one of the players. So it just really cool to to just just to just, talk to him for a few minutes, right? Like Mr. Goalie, yeah, Mr. Goalie, yeah, ridiculous. Cool. You, He's yeah. cool. you guys know uh, I got a quiz, a quiz, um, question for you guys. Oh. Um, who won the Rookie of the Year in Goldie Howe's Rookie Year? God. You guys mentioned him earlier give, give me, in the broadcast, give me a team. too. Give me Terry Sawchuck? Give me a team, Ona. What team? You guys talked about him earlier in the broadcast. Too. Tony Esposito. No. Glenn Hall. Oh, he... Who else did we talk about? Mm-hmm. It's uh, Howie Meager. Howie Meager? Wow. How really? That? that was rookie of the year? Yeah. The year that Gordy Howe came in. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's and good Howie, trivia. Howie, Howie passed away just about a year or so ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got a picture with him uh, in here somewhere. Like I'm I, sure he probably got it telestrated and circled and the line going through it. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's how I remember how like, I, I didn't know. know how he was a player, right? For I me, for my generation, how he was the guy on on Hockey Night Canada. 
truckers. Well, if you stop have, it right here and you truck, back it up. Truckers should have that on the back because instead of a beeper, back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Yeah, that's what they should be saying on that little. little <laughs> that would be hilarious. Back it up. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Jiminy Cricket. Uh, one thing. What do you say about Gretzky? You know, you gotta love this kid, but he just can't skate. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll do okay. Yeah. No shit. No shit. But uh, it's 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 fun. I love it. Um, I don't know where my my son's off. He plays on right now. He plays on five different hockey teams in the in this area right now. So I never see him. But I've never seen a kid love hockey so much. And on Canada Day, since he's been four years old. We always shut down our street in front of our house, and we block off the street. And last last year, last Canada Day, we had 35 people out there drinking beer, barbecues going, playing street hockey, and I drove the Zamboni down to the end of the driveway and we were tapping beer out of a Zamboni. It's classic. <laughs> so cool. I love it. Yeah, and we're, I'm putting in a bed inside the hopper, too, right next to the beer, so it's an Air Z&Z. So absolute privileges, Air Z and Z. So my friends and I, I, I cut a hole in the hopper so you climb to the front rather than over the top. So anybody passes out, they can sleep in there. I'm getting that set up. And the Andy Company out of Toronto heard about it, and they're going to send me a mattress. Perfect, perfect. So if you ever hear, I got a few people already lined up. Nobody's christened it yet. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Anyway, that's about what's going on in this end of the story here. So you feel the same way here. Have you heard about our blade shades, though, Kev? I did. Don just told me about them. Yeah, I saw the uh, pictures. If if they're good enough for Corey Hart, they're good enough for me. Oh, we got them on. uh, Well, we got them on. Just wear them at night. We got them on Fligno. Nice. Uh, We got them on. uh, Let me see here. We got them on uh, Mason Raymond. I got to find somebody at Notoriety here. Uh, O'Reilly, Terry O'Reilly, Michael Bublé's wearing them. Uh, Jake Allen, uh, Monahan. So we got them on all these guys. So I'm a goalie, so this is my goalie model. <laughs> uh, and when I take them off, it's always paddled down. Right? Right? And oh, they're, not pol- they're not polarized; they're goalarized. Uh, <laughs> and so whenever when I used to date back in the day, I I wear these. This is my line, and say. It's, you're wearing these things, and she knows what's game. She knows the game you play, right? So, <laughs> that's all I got. But yeah, if you guys support us, I appreciate it because it's it's funny. We, we sell so many of, of this product line in the states, and me and Jordy handle the Canadian sales, and and people balk at the price because they're the polarized Pro Series models are forty four ninety nine, but it's a it's a fourteen dollars shipping that. They won't pay because Canada Post nails us, and that's where we get screwed. Fourteen bucks for stupid, you know. But, yeah. So we got, we got the Pro Series model. So we got the Winnipeg Pro Series, but they're not. There's no Jets logo on, so we don't have to pay any royalties. They're the <laughs> color. They're the color of the Jets, but that's the color of a beer league team here in Victoria. So yeah, that's how we. No patent on red, white, and blue, right? Yeah, that's how we screw around it, and. Uh, <laughs> if, if, and if we're thinking about being licensed by the NHL, but then there's a lot of stipulations that they take a percentage and they start to tell us where you can and cannot sell. Yes. And that's why we, we kind of have a problem with that. So we got every, we got Philadelphia pro series, <laughs> you know, not Philadelphia flyers. They're orange and white. You know, it's, it's comical. We get away with this. But uh, anyway, that's all the marketing. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's fun. And that's why we went to St. Louis and, and Vegas for these gifting suites, and we're meeting all these guys, and then we got them wearing them. We got Hellebuck wearing the Bezina gold, uh, shades and uh, goalie stick models, and he goes, Bezina's. just put them on, Connor. He put them on, he won the Bezina that year. So he owes me. <laughs> <laughs> so we all do. Him, Everybody in Winnipeg does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what's, what else to say here, buddy, but I, I'm shocked that we both know Randy. Absolutely he's gonna he's gonna laugh at this so now it gives me more of a reason to get to winnipeg don't know why but exactly. <laughs> but I, I've you'll love it in the summer school. don't you worry we'll take good care of it yeah well again is it tropical weather like ocean like waikiki beach this is this is the thing eh? 
400 yeah. bucks to fly to Hawaii or 800 bucks to fly to Winnipeg, right? So. You, just, you have to deal with mosquitoes, but... I heard. That's what concerns <laughs> me. What time do they come out for an hour or what? How does that play out? Yeah, an hour for three months, and then they freeze up. It's all good. <laughs> what, what, what is it? What time, Do they come out and they just swarm you? What is this? Yeah, pretty much nonstop. They'll carry you off. Don't worry. <laughs> so, so, so what time? You're having dinner, and all of a sudden, there they are? I mean, how's this play? Oh, they're worse. They're worse at, at dusk, for sure. But they're, they're around all the time. You'll learn to live with it. Oh, okay. It's like the cold. You'll you'll be fine. You'll be so happy. You'll be catching fresh pickerel and walleye, and I'll be frying them up in the pan. You'll be so happy you won't even notice. <laughs> Being eaten alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not that bad. You got to toughen up, there, Victoria. You got to you got to toughen up. Well, I get that, but uh, from what we're hearing, kamikaze <laughs> pilots about to eat you alive. You know, this is all we hear on the, on the west coast here. Oh yeah, you don't want to go to Winnipeg, get eaten alive. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe exactly. one time. But Randy said he's going to come out here. Uh, he has a niece, I believe, that lives in Victoria, and he's uh, he came out to see her. So if the Travel restriction was still on or is going to last. He was just going to spend the winter months here because there's mm-hmm. so much snow there, right? And yeah. he couldn't get down to Arizona. But he told me about where he stays and he says, come down to Arizona. So, okay. yeah. mm-hmm. uh, he's a wonderful, wonderful man. Uh, just love the people. And uh, yeah, so ask him, uh, you probably have met his brother, Ian, that you probably have. And I think his wife's name was. Uh, Marianne or something like that. That rings a bell. Yeah. Thanks, you guys, for coming on. Well, thanks Thanks for for letting us talk to each other. We appreciate it. Yeah, going us. Sorry, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I just and next time put more in the background. You got nothing in the background there, kid. I know. I just sat down. I got a dollhouse. That's about it. Garage or something like that. At least a jersey on. (laughs) Is that a my prison cell? Is that a hockey hat? No. No, not nothing. Oh, you're killing me. At least I have a microphone. <laughs> At least I have a microphone for Christ's sake. <laughs> uh, okay. Talk, talk All right. All right. Hey, Thank boys. You guys. Pleasure. And, uh, Thanks. Take nice care. to meet you. Yeah. Nice to meet you. And uh, we'll see you again. Talk soon. If, if you're ever in Victoria, open invitation to both of you. Back at you. We'll see you on the beach here. Right. Okay, buddy. Thanks for listening to the Front Row Podcast. Download the show on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Contact us on Twitter or Instagram at Podcast Front Row and join in the conversation. Catch us next time on the Front Row Podcast.